0: testing testing is this thing on <laughs> guys welcome to the bare brain podcast where the goal is to rise above it all stay elevated create that infinity and up your you i'm your host isaiah and today we are talking about that famous buzzword boundaries i've talked about it on this podcast before but we're going to talk about what boundaries look like when they are tested do you double down or do you buckle You know, and I know wherever you are in life, you probably need to have better boundaries with yourself, better boundaries with a relationship, or better boundaries with just your time and your energy, and we're going to talk about that because um, my boundaries were tested in a myriad of ways in these past couple of weeks, and it was important that I really took a step back and understood what was going on. And this I think is going to help you. All right. So if you're driving, buckle up because this is going to be a ride. And if you're at home, this is something to think about um, with yourself right now, wherever you are in your life journey and um, something to really consider. All right. So stay tuned. what's going on? How's your headspace? How's your heart space? (laughs) Um, It's still Black History Month, um, and it's still the month of love. And so, first of all, I will be uh, a guest on Miss Amber Kinney's podcast tonight. Uh, Go follow the Hilt podcast. I'll be posting the link in the bio of this episode. Go tune in. It's about, you know, men with podcasts, toxic masculinity, all that stuff. It was an amazing and very informative conversation that I had with her. Lovely human. And I really appreciated her having me on. Uh, It was great. And since it's still the month of love, I wanted to show some love and support to the people that have been supporting and showing love to me. So I partnered with some designers um, you guys know I'm when I design anything, I very much take my time and I put my heart into it and there's thought into it and I always like it to be unique but subtle but with a very um, very potent message. So to show appreciation to my patreon supporters. the next 100 patreon supporters um, and you just have to support at five dollars. We'll be getting an exclusive t-shirt i'm only making a 100 of them and after that it's done like these will never come back probably i really wanted to make them exclusive just to show love and the reason why is because you know there's a lot of work that goes into this podcast um and you know the content i make sure is very intentional very thoughtful very useful And it means a lot to have people that uh, recognize that and are willing to support me in kind. Um, So I want to give them something to remember. If you've already been supporting this podcast and already a Patreon supporter, I got you. (laughs) That's without a thought. And um, yes, the next 100 Patreon subscribers by the end of February will be getting an exclusive T-shirt. And then that's it. That's it. That's it. And that's all. <laughs> yeah, but it's, um, I'm excited for it. And, you know, like I said, it's all about love and support, right? And how do you show love and support to the people that love and support you? Some exclusive merch, duh. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so yeah, um, the link is going to be in the bio, whether you subscribe through Apple whether you subscribe through Patreon um, or even Red Circle. However you subscribe and donate. Um, if you become a matron, a matron, a monthly subscriber for $5, I will email you. Get your t-shirt size and then come spring, you can expect this dope-ass t-shirt in the mail. I'm really excited to share it with you guys. So, yeah. Do with that what you will. Um, but get on it. Because like I said, I'm only making 100 of these, um, and I think they're going to be very sweet. And if you do donate more monthly, if you subscribe more, I will be uh, pushing out exclusive content. So extra episodes, um, you know, bonus content, live Q&As, all that good stuff. Again, just to show more appreciation to the people that have been showing love and supporting me um, monetarily because this is work, right? This is work. And it's a lot of work, (laughs) so it does feel, makes me grateful to see it come to fruition and to see the people that see me, so I will be returning that favor, all right? So, yes, the link is in bio to become a Patreon subscriber or Apple subscriber, any way you do it, Um, $5, you're getting a t-shirt, all right? The first 100, so... Get on that. Pause this episode if you need to, sign up, or do it at the end of this episode. But yes, once 100 is there, that's it, and that's all, all right? But yes, I just wanted to say thank you to my subscribers and my supporters. It means a lot. (laughs) It means a lot, and it just does show that um, this work is not just in vain. It's helping a lot of people, and people see that and want to help in return. So, yeah. Now we got the homework out of the way. Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Good old boundaries. Um, How do I even start this? Guys, this has been a whirlwind. (laughs) That's how I'm going to start it. It's been a journey to say the least. And, you know, when I say journey, a lot of times is not so much, you know, the external busyness of life. It's the internal um, to-do list. Right? That emotional, mental checklist to keep yourself aligned. Right? And when it comes to boundaries, boundaries is such a a a buzzword that I'm kind of like, at this point, almost tired of hearing because I'm like, it doesn't truly mean Well, I feel like a lot of times people are missing the meaning of what a boundary actually is. right? Some people use the word boundary to justify being dismissive, uh, to justify being brash, to justify being rude, crass, um, uh, lacking empathy, to justify lacking accountability. To justify poor behavior versus reinforcing healthier behavior. That's what boundaries have been used for. But on the flip side of that, if you are practicing healthy boundaries and you are trying to establish better boundaries, it's all good in conversation, right? But what happens when your boundaries are tested? And what I mean by that, what happens when the person that you are setting a boundary with doesn't seem to understand what happens when that relationship is like a parent or a family member what happens when someone is kind of like trying to pull at your heartstrings what happens when somebody is trying to take advantage of your kindness what happens in all of those spaces right and man. I'm just sitting here like playing through a few things and I'm just like, holy shit. (laughs) What happens when your boundaries are tested? Like, what do you do? Sometimes we buckle, right? Because we don't want to, you know, maybe you don't want to have a fight, you want to pick a fight, or you feel like you're doing something wrong. A lot of times when you set a boundary, there's guilt attached to it. Because you're not used to advocating for yourself. So therefore, when you start advocating for yourself, you feel like you're doing something wrong, especially when it comes to somebody that uh, uses the, the whole concept of respect or, you know, you're too harsh or you're being too this. You're, it's always you're doing too much of something and you're not doing enough of tolerance, right? You're doing too much of um, bucking the system that you are being um, accommodating or tolerating. Behavior, right? I notice that a lot when people are, you know, they come at you about your boundaries. Is more about the fact that you are not um, allowing certain things to take place. So, um, how do I? I'll start. I'll start this way. So, there was a business relationship I had, in um, the first time around. I made it a point to like we had an appointment, right? We had a meeting, or I was trying to set up a meeting the first time. this is the first time, and I couldn't get a hold of them uh but email, call, leave voicemails, text, nothing. And this went on for about a month. and I was like, hmm. Before I get caught up in my anxiety and I start thinking that I did something wrong, let me try to weigh the pros and cons or just really get a a lay of the land, right? See what exactly is going on. But I don't know much. I only know what I'm on the receptive end of. And right now, all I'm on the receptive end of is no communication. So how do I deal with that? How do I deal with that? Well, I sit still. You know, I deviate from my usual operative of... Uh, trying to figure out how to fix a situation or, you know, if we talk about attachment styles, what protest behavior looks like, you know, trying to, um, get a reason or get a response instead of calmly asking myself and regulating myself, Hey, um, is there anything that I did wrong potentially that I could think of? Yes or no? Yes, no, true, false questions, right? Um, and I couldn't find anything. So when we finally met up, I was like, okay, so this happened. I, I addressed it because I thought it was very important to have this conversation. If we're going to have a professional relationship, then we need to get this out the open and figure out what the hell went wrong. You know, they communicated, oh, yeah, you know, I just got bombarded with a bunch of emails, yada, yada, yada. Um, very sorry, but thank you for reaching out. So I was like, all right, moving forward, what's the best mode of contact for you? Text messaging. All right, dope. Note it. So uh <laughs> opportunity comes around where I'm trying to schedule an appointment again. Initially the text go through. We set up an appointment. Um, I was like, hey, I'm not gonna be able to make it this day. Can we reschedule? With enough time to reschedule. Um, they're like, Yeah, what about this time? I'm like, all right, bet I'm there. I show up to our appointment they don't, I text them, nothing, and I'm like, okay, uh, all right, I leave because I have other shit to do, <laughs> I made time for this appointment, but I have other things to do, so I texted them later, I was like, hey, Uh, Showed up to the appointment, but didn't hear anything from you. Hope everything's well. Radio silence still. And at that point, I was worried. I was like, you know, I assumed something probably. Something had to happen. uh, Because that's kind of out of norm. And at the same time, I'm thinking in my head, Communication. (laughs) right this communication hiccup has happened in a different way before but this time I actually showed up to the appointment versus trying to make an appointment so I let it ride and I was just thinking I was like shit I wonder if something went down that I don't know about a few days passed, and I also know someone who's um, associated with them and they've been in contact with them since So I was like, okay, well, all right. (laughs) Moving forward, I will no longer be doing business with this person. And some people, for some people, that may seem harsh, right? It's like, well, you know, what about this? What about this? What about this? It's like all these whatabouts. But for me, it's pretty simple. If you're doing the work, you should not have to work twice. And also, too, if you are doing your work, it is not your job to do somebody else's job when it comes to how they show up for you or how they're supposed to show up when it comes to you. And I know this sounds harsh to some people, but it's it's simple. You have to simplify some things so you don't go down this spiral in terms of, what somebody else is doing. And we hear it all the time, right? Where where people say, hey, it's not about you. You know, people have lives outside of you, etc. It's not about you. Don't take it personal. What does that look like? Make it about the other person. Make it about the other person. It's not about you, right? So make it about the other person. What am I on the receptive end of right now, objectively? In this case... Have I had an issue in terms of communication prior? Yes. Did I communicate that? Yes. Was there a solution or an an option or operative given in that moment? Yes. Did I adhere to that? Absolutely. And what happened? Still the same issue. So what does that mean? Why am I going to try to further communicate where I'm not on the receptive end of communication? What's the point? How does that serve me? Right. It gives me more work to do when I'm already doing the work that I should be doing. Okay, so a boundary to me in that moment looks like I don't want to continue having this situation because I don't want a pattern to build. I don't want there to be a pattern of me trying to figure out when the hell I'm going to hear from someone. That I'm supposed to be hearing from because we have appointments, it's not just me casually texting them or whatever, there's an appointment. And it's very important. And you're not showing up for it. I don't care how nice you are, how kind you are. It's the fact of the matter is, is this, if we're looking at it objectively, this is now building a pattern for Isaiah that is not healthy for Isaiah. So who's responsible for changing that narrative? Isaiah. Right? It's it's funny, you know, and when you talk to certain people, there's there's always this this component of like, well, you should be more understanding or forgiven or whatever. Me being understanding or forgiven has nothing to do with what I'm willing to undergo, right? Because I can still understand certain situations, but still recognize I do not want to continue this situation because it's not healthy for me. It's not good for me. This is putting me in a situation that I don't want to be in. So I have to change that. Right? That's a boundary for me. That's a boundary for me. And still to this day, I haven't heard back from them. So what does that say? In terms of priorities, I was not prioritized properly. And this is business. This is a business exchange. So it's not about like me seeking more than what I'm willing to give. This is a mutual exchange. So what you have shown me is I'm not a priority, which means that I now have to prioritize myself. Okay? And it is not my job to seek you out to try to figure out what, at what point do you do your job? At what point does somebody, they do their job when it comes to how they exist in your life without you doing the extra work to refine their behavior or um, make sense of their behavior. People are going to always behave outside of your influence. I promise you. I don't care how kind you are. how how giving, thoughtful, whatever. People are going to do whatever the hell they want to do. It doesn't have to be bad. It doesn't necessarily have to be good. It's just what is. People are always going to do whatever the hell they want to do at any given moment. And there's room for mistakes, right? There's room for mistakes and and miscommunication and accidents, etc. But you got to ask yourself, what patterning, am I willing to, uh, build in my life? If I'm trying to work away from me personally speaking for Isaiah, if I'm trying to work away from inconsistent relationships and inconsistency in my exchanges, why would I create another pattern that I have to work through? Why am I giving myself extra work if I'm already doing the work to be better for what? How does it make sense? And I notice, you know, when I've had this conversation with certain people, you know, it's funny because people who don't understand this or people who are the kind of people that you are trying to work yourself away from, they're almost offended and they have all of these like alternatives or maybe it was this or maybe it's this or, you know, maybe you, you, um, you didn't do enough of this. Why is it my job to do all of these things when the person didn't do their one job? Why do I have to work overtime for somebody who's working part-time? It's not my job. And that's the thing about boundaries. Boundaries means that you become more sure of yourself regardless of who has a problem with it. Regardless of who feels funny about it. You don't let other people dictate your life for their comfort and that's something that I had to be very mindful of and I've been working through. People are going to have an opinion about your boundaries, but here's the deal. You don't have to worry about this boundary if you are not if you don't align with the boundary in place. It has nothing to do with you. Why would it bother you if it has nothing to do with you? It bothers you because you operate in this space potentially. Right? People want to behave in relationships sometimes on their terms and based off of what makes them feel good at the moment, which is why that whole communication thing is very important to me. I think even in our interpersonal relationships, it's like, well, nobody has to respond to you. Um, You know, no one's on their phone. Everybody's on their phone all the time. Um, (laughs) P.S. And it's just a matter of checks and balances in terms of priorities. And that's okay, Right. People are allowed to have priorities. I always say. Give people room to be who they are and to to operate how they normally operate so you can see what the level of the relationship looks like and you could decide from there what works for you because everybody's doing what works for them. You're no exception to that. And that's something that I had to be mindful of and really like sit into. And what that means is you establish boundaries and you don't move on them. And this applies to family too. I don't give a shit who it is, Right? If someone is not willing to treat you properly or adhere to the space that works for both of you guys, then that's on them. Sometimes you got to let people spill milk and allow them to clean it up. You know, when we talk about being the bigger person, sometimes that just means (laughs) being a better doormat. And I'm not saying be combative. I'm just saying stick to what feels good for you and what's necessary for you to operate, even in business, right? You know, there is a level of, um, for me, for example, like there's a level of checks and balances I have to have to keep myself um, in order and also Clients or people in general. So there have to be boundaries in place. The reason why is because if I'm slacking on my boundaries, then it means I'm slacking on my work. And then the quality of work that I offer to someone else is compromised because I don't have boundaries. Right. I don't have boundaries. Even in my personal relationships, it got to a point where, you know, I've communicated my boundaries and what works for me. Um. To have a healthy relationship, right, it's not just about this is what happens on my terms. It's about, look, in order for us to have a healthy exchange, there need to be some things that you have to do on your end that you know have to be done for yourself and for me. If those things don't exist, then we can't have a relationship. And I mean that. And it's not to hurt you, but it's to keep myself from being hurt. And, you know, when you have the conversation in that moment, it's like, all right, cool. Yeah. But like I said, people are still going to do whatever the hell they want to do. And they're going to operate outside of your influence. Always remember that people are always going to operate outside of your influence. And this is something that I learned kind of the hard way, I want to say. Um, The heart way, I should say. This is something that I've had to learn repeatedly. You know, um, one of the famous quotes is, stop expecting you from people. Right? Some people don't really think about you. I put it like that. You know, we exist in a world where we are constantly saturated with information and just stuff or what we choose to um, invest in. We're constantly saturated. Everybody, I'm saturated in certain things that may be different from other people. That is different. I know for a fact. Um, but I also recognize I, I'm very thoughtful of people in general. My relationships are usually at the forefront of my mind. That's just how I am. But what I've started to do is when I look around, I'm like, okay, all these relationships I'm considering and I'm thinking about, where does it feel that I matter? Because that's the important thing about a relationship. Both parties have to feel like they um, there's an investment there. It's not a relationship if one person's showing up to sustain it. That's not a relationship. That's an exchange. <laughs> All right? So let's be clear about that. Um, there's a difference between a relationship and simply an exchange. Okay, exchanges are more one-sided, right? Exchanges are more one-sided. And it's important to ask yourself, how does somebody respect you outside of their needs? Right? A boundary is not simply a wall. A boundary is kind of understanding what are the parameters, right? What what kind of tips the, the scale for me? what 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 sends off the the light switch what what turns the light switch on you know if you have these wires that are kind of connected at different points in different channels what does it take for this wire to be activated to create this um this reaction to power this battery right what does it take it's all it's all i want to say um it's like a switchboard And your boundaries are set up to different switchboards because your relationships are set up to different um, connections and wires, right? So the goal is to just simply understand. That's what boundaries are. It's you being more aware of what affects you viscerally, um, what feels very familiar to trauma experiences, etc. Um, Where is there work to be done? Or where are you familiar of the work that you've already done? That's what a boundary can be, right? Where do I need to work better at? You know, if you have a family member that's uh, very intrusive, right? Um, Whether they're emotionally um, manipulative, abusive, I don't care what it is. The fact of the matter is, is they're not a safe person for you. Well, how do you establish a boundary? You stop sharing information with them. You stop feeling the need for them to approve of what you do. Right, You stop creating elements of um, connection with this person that could potentially interfere with how you feel about yourself mentally, physically, and emotionally. You limit access. People talk about family all the time like, well, yeah, that's your family, whatever the case may be. Let me make something clear to you. Your relationships that you currently have, healthy or unhealthy, are all a reflection of the relationships that you have with your family because that's where it starts. (laughs) Your relationship dynamic starts from home or whatever you want to call it, but it starts from family, okay? And it's important to understand that. And a lot of times those are the hardest boundaries because those are the people that give you the most pushback. People think, oh, because I'm family, that's disrespectful. How dare you? How dare you set a boundary? All the things I did for you? Well, it's like, well, what about all the things you did to me? (laughs) All the things you did to me. Now what? And sometimes we fear putting that boundary in place because we won't talk to this person or they're going to be mad at us. Okay. Let them be mad. Let them be mad. Because it's worth having an uncomfortable moment than to continue having uncomfortable moments and you having to exist in an uncomfortable life with yourself. (laughs) That's what you have to get in the mindset of. When it comes to establishing boundaries, boundaries are simply for you to build a better home. It's like literally you laying bricks, right? You laying bricks. You can't make your house out of straw. Boundaries can't be built with straw. Because Big Bad Wolf is going to come by. It's going to blow it down. And then you have to build all over again. When you're laying bricks, you have to, maybe you have to realign. Boundaries are not just put in place one time. Okay? It's not just a one and done. Sometimes you will be tested. You will be tested. And you have to double, double down, Dumbledore. You have to double down. And I really emphasize this so much about doubling down all your boundaries um, because, you know, when we think about mental health, right? We think about burnout. We think about the people that are always... that are always just doing their best to make sure that everybody else is okay around them, right? And for whatever reason... They don't have the same coming back. And it's not even to say that they need that or they're seeking that. But I think it's such a painful thing to be so eager to just be like, hey, just checking in, make sure you're good, whatever the case may be. And then when you wake up or you're in a bind or you're you're just hurting or you're just going through things, you can't really think of anybody that you could call to be like, hey. I just need somebody right now. I just need somebody. <laughs> not just anybody. I just need my people. I just need somebody that is going to be like, hey, are you good? You know? And not just random strangers, but it is appreciative. I will tell you, you know, there are some people that have like <laughs> randomly reached out. It was, I think it was like last week or the week before last, but it was just out of nowhere. Like people are just like, "Hey, you good?" Or I was doing a live, and somebody was like, "Are you all right?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm good." Why does everybody keep asking me? Why does everybody keep asking me if I'm good? It's like I'm good, but it was such an interesting thing to have because, again, the healers need healing, right? And I think sometimes people overlook the strong friend because it's like, "Ah, oh, they got it." You know, ah, they'll take care of it, whatever the case may be. It doesn't take much to remind a person that they matter. And when you have boundaries in place for yourself, what you're reminding yourself is that you matter. If somebody is not going to do right by you, you have to do right by yourself, period, point blank. You always have to do right by yourself. And That's what boundaries are. And they feel weird at first. Because let me tell you something. When you do start placing boundaries... Relationships are inevitably going to change and some relationships are going to fall off. Okay? You are not going to necessarily want to have relationships with certain people. Um, Emotionally, you're just not going to be connected to a lot of people. That's just what it is. Uh, You guys move a little bit different. You understand. And that's the thing about it too. Having a boundary, there's a difference between manipulation and placing a boundary right? Sometimes people think, well, if I do this, then you will act right. No, that's not the goal. A boundary is to not necessarily get someone to act accordingly. You're just saying, hey, I don't like being treated this way or there are certain things that I have in line to keep my house moving. You can show up or not, but this is what it is. That's what a boundary is. A boundary is not meant to manipulate, okay? Um, I'm just writing that down because I think that's good. (laughs) To manipulate. If you hear me typing, don't judge me. Uh, Boundaries are not meant to manipulate the other party. Boundaries are simply meant to establish a level of respect, self-worth, awareness, and accountability. That's what a boundary is right and when you have those whether or not a person adheres to that that's up to them but the boundary stays what the boundary is right and for the sake of your mental health for sake of burnout like you know not to get too dark but it's like we see you know others commit suicide all the time and the first thing someone says is oh man they were so thoughtful they were so caring they were they were the life of the party they were this well Sometimes we have to look past somebody's smile or somebody's ability to show up. We can't necessarily always take things for surface level, especially if we have these people in our lives. And I'm not saying that, you know, um, obviously this podcast is all about mental health, right? So there could be other layers or levels within someone taking their own life. Uh, it could be a chemical imbalance, whatever the case may be. But the truth of the matter is, is this. If you are a person that's constantly giving and overgiving, it comes a point in time where you have to stop and give more to yourself. You belong in this world. And as much as you're willing to take care of other people, and I say this to you and I say it to myself, as much as you're willing to take care of other people, you have to realize that you are not an exception to being taken care of. But you have to start with you. You have to be that person. Self-loved, right? You have to be in action of that. Because nobody who is taking advantage of you is going to ever tell you that you should have boundaries. And the truth of the matter is, is something I learned too, is people don't always appreciate the effort that you make. They just want more of what they don't appreciate. And I said this uh, last week. Uh, on an IG post because I really hit burnout. There was a lot going on that I really had to juggle and I just realized a lot of times you can already be accommodating to people and they'll overlook that because you're not being accommodated to them in the moment that they want it. This is why boundaries matter because like I said, you could be as kind as you want to be. People may not always value that people may not always value that. And when you decide to have a boundary, they feel funny because they're no longer getting access to what they used to. And that's a problem for them. That's a huge ass problem. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you respect yourself and now limit me? What kind of shit is that? Who do you think you are? Well, I think more of myself. And it's going to get a point. I'm 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 boundaries are not always a comfortable conversation. I'm going to tell you right now, I know for a fact, there are certain conversations I'll probably have in the future that will be, they won't be kind. Probably from the other person. They won't be calm. Probably for me. But it will be a necessary conversation to have so both people understand that I deserve better. Point blank. And if you don't want to treat me better, that's all right, because I'm still going to treat myself better. And if I'm treating myself better, it means that we no longer have a relationship, then that just is what it is. Because there's no need to have a relationship in my life for the sake of somebody else feeling comfortable mistreating me. I don't care to have any of those relationships, which is why I'm very limited on who I give that space to. I don't care to have relationships just to have company. I don't, I never cared for that. I've never cared for it. And like I said, sometimes, and a lot of times, people want more of what you're willing to give than they are willingly to offer more to you for what you give. So you must have boundaries in place. You must take care of yourself. You must do that. You must recognize what your worth is. And if somebody gets mad, ask yourself, are they only being, are they reacting this way because they're no longer getting what they wanted from me? Are they justified in behaving? That's the difference, right? I also posted something about the difference between niceness and kindness. You could be kind, but you don't have to be nice. Being nice sometimes is based on manipulation. Being nice sometimes is based off of necessity. Because a lot of nice people stop being nice when they stop getting what they want. So remember that. Being kind sometimes looks like telling somebody, hey, I'm not about this shit, and I'm not about to be about it. I don't deserve it, so I'm not going to tolerate it. That's being kind. That's kindness, all right? If somebody does not have to work through rings of fire when it comes to me, you don't have to jump through... (laughs) quicksand, when you're dealing with Isaiah, like you know what you're getting from Isaiah, Uh, 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 a level of decency, quality, respect, value, appreciation, awareness, recognition. If you know that you get that from Isaiah, Isaiah does not have to jump through rings of fire just to get a minuscule of that from you. And that's how I think now. That's how I think now. And I'll continue to think that way. Why? Because it clears a lot of room for me. It gets rid of a lot of white noise. You got to ask yourself. Do I fear being alone? Is loneliness my my fear? Do I fear that more than... Hmm. What's the word I'm looking for? Do I fear loneliness more than I seek healthy peace? Do I fear loneliness more than I want peace? <laughs> there we go. Yes. Ask yourself that and be. write it down. Do I fear loneliness more than I want peace? Because if you do, that means you'll exist in very unhealthy relationships that lack accountability. You won't stand up for yourself because you run the risk of being alone. You run the risk of being considered the black sheep or the bad guy. All of these adjectives that describe you as a bad person to somebody who didn't feel the need to treat you well, remember that. People are going to try to justify their behavior in whatever way they can. And sometimes it means painting you like the bad guy. And Who gives a shit? The beautiful thing about having a reputation and establishing a reputation, people know what they're getting into when it comes to you. People know off the rip. And that's because you have boundaries in place. You have a a level of self-worth in place. I don't have to bend at your will just so you feel okay half-assing me. That applies to anyone. And sometimes it may take you a little bit longer to have a boundary in place and that's okay. But have the intention and practice on that. Don't just say a boundary is not, you, you know, having a silent treatment or whatever the case may be. Sometimes in relationships, you don't need to talk to the other person. I'll stand on that. Because not every level of communication comes with comprehension. So you don't always need to talk to someone. I don't believe in that. People say communication all the time. That's just a way for them to keep you fucking involved in their bullshit. Don't let communication be a, a, a tactic that people use, but own your shit and be real about how you move. If you were used to giving people to silent treatment instead of talking and having a conversation, that's something to work on because that means you are not having a boundary. You are avoiding conflict. Speaking from experience, speak up. Speak up. Because one thing I know about me is like, I don't necessarily like having conflict, but I'm good with it. I'm good with it on a lot of levels. <laughs> I can handle myself. And that's important for me to remember. So just in case I am in these situations where conflict does arise, right, is like, I say, you have to be aware of who you are and the person that you've worked to be. There's a reason that you are you. There's a reason that things are the way that they are because of you. Own your shit and stand on it. And don't let anybody tell you how you are supposed to live your life so they feel comfortable. Because I promise you this, the people that are quick to tell you what boundaries you should have, they would not deal with half of it. And if they do, that's because they lack boundaries. So either way, whatever they say does not work for you and it doesn't have to and is not going to. They are not you and you are not them. Don't ever let somebody sub in for what you deserve and how you deserve to be treated. That's not their job. This is your life. Stand on it. Period. (laughs) And as much as people say, yeah, it's not about you, you know, people have their own things going on. Yeah, so don't make it about you. Put it on the other person. What are they showing you? What are they showing you? And while you make it about them, Make it about them. What have their actions shown you? And then move from there. Because let me tell you something. People are always going to have a reason to justify their own behavior. So you don't need to be their advocate. Don't be their defense attorney against you. You're trying to get through this life just like other people are. And sometimes you are doing better by people than they are by you. So figure out what works for you. And don't go around constantly seeking closure because if you're, you're, you're the type of person that's always looking for closure, for what? That's just your ego needing to put pieces together. Sometimes you don't and you won't get the reason behind somebody's behavior as long as you can be clear and sure of how you moved and operated. Did I do right by this individual? Did I show up in this relationship? Was I consistent? How did I treat them? If I could be mindful and and check off all of those boxes, I don't need to do anything else. I did my job. I don't have to work overtime for somebody who's part-timing me. It is not my job. You did the work. If you're doing the work and you're on the healing journey, it is not your job to do somebody else's work when it comes to them and when it comes to how they treat you. That is not your job. I repeat that is not your damn job. You're doing the work. That's it. <laughs> Shout out to Key because she was like, "Oh man, I can't wait for a 45 minute episode." I was like, "This isn't going to be a 45 minute episode." Psych. I really feel that the the conversation on boundaries needs to be had in such a way that we understand what exactly boundaries are. We only get one life, okay? We have to take care of ourselves and we have to act like we matter and we have to believe it. I think a lot of us are experiencing too much burnout. I personally, like for me, I just realized, I was like, man, I'm hitting a damn wall. But I still have to show up And show up for myself. So there has to be something in place. I don't have room to have trivial relationships in my life. At this point in time, I don't have the room for it. I don't have the bandwidth for it. So if there's a question mark over this exchange, I'm not going to question it. I'm out. And that's what life has to be for me right now. I'm out. I can't do it. Maybe later in life, cool. But at this point in time, nope. I don't have space for any trivial relationships. I don't have space for unhealthy relationships. I don't have space for one-sided relationships. I never had space for those. I allowed space, but I didn't really have the space for it. And a lot of people overstayed their welcome. And I realized that when I had boundaries in place because people got mad at me. There are some people that got really mad at me. And then I looked at how they treated me over years. They never valued who I was. They just wanted more of what they didn't appreciate or value. And I realized that, which is why I was able to walk away from the situation the way I did. Because I did my job already. And I realized I wasn't receiving anything on the other end. You always have choice in who has access when it comes to your life. I don't give a shit who has a problem with it. People will protest. People will try to manipulate. But now it's up to you to stand firm in that. And you have to look at what have I benefited from having this relationship in my life? What has been the benefits? What has been the downfall? How do I feel about myself? How do I see myself? How does this relationship make me feel? Can I rely on this relationship? Outside of everything that I'm doing to sustain it, how 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 does this person make an effort to show up for me? Do they care? Do they care outside of their own needs? Who's checking on you? Who's just making sure you're good? Are you checking on you? Are you making sure you're good? All of these things matter so much, guys, and I cannot stress it enough. I really can't. I really wanted to double down on this episode. I didn't expect it to be this long, but man, I have so many thoughts. The reason why is because this year, and I think even last year, started off pretty, pretty like rocky and deep, and there was a lot of exploration I had to do. And this year is no different. This year, I think, is a level up from last year. This year is kind of like a study guide, or a review of the lessons learned last year. And I can safely say I think I'm doing good. (laughs) I think I'm doing all right. You know, I think I'm doing okay. It's okay to, to, to not really know what to do. Or what boundaries look like for you because you're not used to having boundaries, or no one around you really honored your safety and the care for you or value. This is now your opportunity to be the person that you needed. Let people do what they will, you just do you. All right, so that's it, and that's all, guys. Um, yeah, I hope this, 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 this episode helped you, um, think about some things and also put certain things into play. You know, in your heart of hearts, what work you need to do and it's scary, but when you show up in fear, you show up uncertain and you show up unsure, that's you telling yourself, Hey, I know I'm scared shitless right now and I know this may feel uncomfortable, but you are worth this and I'm going to do it for us. You deserve to have a happy life. You deserve to be peace, at peace, in your relationships. You deserve to have peace in your life. And I'm going to do the work for you. All right? Have an amazing week, guys. Um, Like I said, hit that Patreon, subscribe up. um, Hit the Patreon subscription up or Apple subscription or even Red Circle. Wherever you subscribe, like I said, $5, exclusive t-shirt, Um, the first 100 are the ones that get it. Um, and if you subscribe, um, for more, if you donate more, you will be getting more. It's that simple. It's simple math. Like I said, I value the people that value me and I always want to show love and appreciation to the people that show love and appreciation to me. This shit is a lot of work and it's not one sided. So I'm always going to show love to the people that show love for me. That's it. Um and thank you guys for, for rating. If you haven't done that even, go rate the podcast, leave a review, um, boost up the ratings. Uh let's make that a thing too. Um, yeah, leave a rating if you haven't, hit the five stars or whatever stars you need to hit, um <laughs> on Spotify or on iTunes, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Do that because that little bit goes a long way too. All right. So all love guys. All love. Nothing but love. Protect your peace. You don't have to give everybody access to that. Okay? That's yours. You built that. Take care of it and act like it. (laughs) Take care of yourselves, guys. All right? Take care of each other. Take flight.